How should we think about risk when we talk about software development? Stick around and that's what we're going to talk about tonight. But first, good evening Agile acquisition enthusiasts. Welcome back to the Underground Digital Tiki Bar. It's Friday night and that means it's time for another episode of Agile Acquisitions and Alcohol. So cheers. All right. On tonight's episode, we're going to take a look at risk as it relates to software delivery. Thank you, Brian Kroger. I appreciate you submitting the uh, comments and the thoughts and really raising the question, what do we mean when we talk about risk? As we move into sort of more innovative, agile, iterative development and modern software solutions, we need to really consider what we think about risk, you know, the risk management framework, uh, as we often will describe it. Uh, you know, I often I will often say uh, innovation is you know accepting that everything can be done better or what we're doing is wrong. However, you want to do it, um, having a deep understanding of the rules, regulations, and statutes that surround whatever it is you're trying to do, and then taking responsible risks. And there we go. That's that third one. That responsible risk. So, you know, we think because we've always done something a certain way that that's the safer way, right? And then anything new or different injects risk. And we sort of applaud, as Brian pointed out, we kind of applaud these like risk takers, these Kessel runs and these other organizations that have taken risks to do something different. But when we really unpack what it is they're doing, they're actually reducing the risk, right? What they're what we know, the way we've always done, it's extremely risky. We we spend a lot of money, we spend a lot of time, we often don't get anything successfully deployed. And if we do, it's not a value to the user today. It may have represented a value to a user, you know, four or five years ago when the whole concept first came up of this being a requirement. Um, that's assuming some amount of user research was done, which is not always the case. Um, but regardless, even if it was, Five years later in technology is an eternity and most likely what we're delivering is not meeting their needs. So uh, that's risky, right? And um, there's also risk in the sense of security. Uh, we assume that networks are air-gapped and, and protected and, and they're less risk associated with that, but uh, that's that's not the case either, right? These Moving to this more zero trust network framework is less risky, but it's different. And so it doesn't fit into the normal matrices that we use when we try to manage risk through a framework, risk management framework again. Um, but from purely a software delivery standpoint, when we think about delivering risk uh, or reducing risk, we think about how can we continue to deliver? How can we deliver quickly and Response. So the idea of failing fast, the idea of getting something out to the user and then assessing whether or not it meets the user's needs and in what ways it needs to be modified or prioritized additional features to continue to deliver value. That's a great reduction in risk because you're delivering the most important things first uh, and you're getting it out there and you're fielding it and then you're getting feedback into that loop of development of what should come next. That's great. You're also reducing risk because by shrinking the size of the acquisition timeline, so the, the selection, award, execution timeline, and reducing the timeline to delivery, meaning we're not waiting three, five years, et cetera, to get delivery to first find out if what we're delivering meets our needs, 
we're greatly reducing risk and we're also reducing the tendency to throw good money after bad uh, because we we've invested you know a hundred million dollars into a solution now we've decided it's not working but you know rather than throwing the whole thing out we uh, just continue to fund it in the hopes that we'll get it to a point of acceptable which is unacceptable uh, really what we need to do is say okay we're going to accept the risk um, that we're going to make a decision quickly based on past experience and capabilities and a repeatable process delivered functional code and we're going to assess it and if it's not working we're going to stop paying for it right we're going to move to a new vendor and because all of the all of the process around bringing a new vendor in is easier quicker uh, there's less risk there and hopefully we're using you know development in the open and the government has access to the code repositories and the executable files and so uh, if we had to run another competition there's a couple options we could just make that available as part of the competition or if we didn't want to do that then at least when the new vendor comes in we're not getting like a, a notebook of unusable code that's been created over 10 years and only makes sense to the incumbent so there you have it. Brian, I hope that answers your question. I'm sure you'll let me know if it doesn't. Uh, we can continue this dialogue and, and maybe add on additional videos to the series if there's other thoughts that uh, you think or others out there think should be brought into this discussion. So happy to keep it going. And um, everyone, if you're out there, you know, give me a thumbs up. Subscribe if you're enjoying these videos. I'll keep making them if you keep watching them. And uh, you know, until next week, cheers.